0: So it's supposed to be nice on New Year's Yay. and pretty much the, the day before and we'll actually get a bit of a break from the cold weather mm. and that makes me excited because that means that I get to get out and start getting all of the early, early spring stuff planted like the carrots and the beets because... Last year, I didn't do it the same way that I did the year before, which is the year that it snowed. I yeah. had planted things in early December or late December, early January, and then it snowed after and everything survived and actually enjoyed that. And then my carrots and everything were like amazing. And then last year I didn't do that and everything wasn't that like the beets did well, but that was about the only thing that did well. My kale didn't yeah. do very well and everything like that. So I need to follow my first year's actual win (laughs) those roasted beets were delicious oh yeah yeah so so I definitely need to to do that this year and get out there and get all of that done while it's you know 72 Mm -hmm. degrees outside instead of waiting and also enjoying that you know just getting things cleaned up because we need the lawn mowed we need leaves to be mulched up and all the ashes from me starting keeping the fires going I need yeah. to put those all in the garden and just yeah, I've got I've got some work to do, but well, I, I actually kept that
1: fire going just for that. I was literally yeah. walking the leaves and the branches out there and I got something that out there that does not like me. It's something I touch that I am allergic to apparently.
0: Apparently.
1: So. 'Cause yeah, it it messed with me pretty hard. So you don't so. have
0: allergies with your nose, but you yeah. got allergies with your skin. Yeah, I don't so. tend to be allergic to anything on my skin, but But I didn't man, rash,
1: it just got these little bumps and they just itch like crazy. That's, so
0: that's a rash. Oh, that's okay. The definition of a well rash. it's not
1: red. It's always I always think of rash like red. Well you know. Oh,
0: no, so but yeah, no, so I've got I'm pretty excited about the, like, those are my favorite crops. is The lettuces, the cabbages, the mm-hmm. carrots, all the things for salad. Those yeah. are just the best. A good, good salad from a garden. I mean, yeah. we had, like, two oh, this I past know. year, and they were amazing. Yeah. I cannot wait. And, and th- I'm definitely not going to grow as much cabbage this time, because we did not eat all of that cabbage.
1: No, and, and honestly, and the microgreens were not cost-effective. I think we just have to get to a point where we can buy... A ridiculous amount of them to make them cost effective. Yeah, because I did the math on it, and for what you were making for a tray, was what we would spend on a tray. Yeah, and I was just like, and then the soil is the
0: biggest problem. No, the
1: electricity is the biggest problem. That thing's that that. those lights are damn power suckers. Yeah, so well, I got I didn't get you just cheapy little lights. I got you full spectrum UV grow anything, you know? Like you can literally grow moss with those things. It's <laughs> like, oh, you want to see these rocks get bigger? Just put them under those lights cuz those lights are insane. So, you know, I I just yeah, but I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. Are we going to try to move it before then or are we just going to say we'll do that next year?
0: I think I think we'll give it another year. Okay. I like I like knowing what to expect, especially yeah. now that I got the the is in and if i start everything early i can actually get regular peas growing because that was the problem is that that was what i that was mostly what i wanted them for was peas right and i never got the chance it got too hot because i planted them too late so this year i'm going to take everything from the last two years and combine my knowledge and get it all get it all done and get all the stuff yeah. up and going because it's not something that i've lost passion for i really enjoy it i just mm-hmm. hate it when it gets hot so I, I think that's I just going to be the thing is that I'm just going to be an early spring gardener and the summer is just going to be an off season for me. And then once fall comes back around, I still need to get the, the material so that I can keep things going through winter. And once I have that, it's just literally summer will be my only off season.
1: Well, what I'll, I'll tell you what we'll look at doing is I'll look at setting up an automated drip system and going for better weed control. And since I'm home and hopefully will be, um, maybe I'll take over summer. So okay, you know I'm I'm down for that. I'll tell yeah, you the, the only thing, thing I, I can keep right going for is, summer is peppers. <laughs> well, I got I gotta figure out artichokes.
0: Yeah, those are I, those are a uh, those are a commitment. Yeah, oh the, yeah, you have to you have to have the spot ready. I mean, we could do it this year if you want to get started. If you you're want, willing to get out there and get things started, what we mm-hmm. have to do is. The area that I grew the corn, and I have to do it for the corn this year too already. So, if you want the artichokes, we've got to get out there and tarp over that area right. and kill off everything that's there. And once yeah, everything's have we got dead, that full section that we still got to work with. So, yeah. yeah. And then we can do the same thing with uh, getting the potatoes, too, mm-hmm. because the having the hay there was great. But we just we need to completely till all of it and tarp it all over and put yeah. some bricks, cinder blocks, whatever over it and just leave it and let anything that tries to grow under there get, you know, burned out from the tarp being there and, you know, not being able to get the sunlight and everything like that. Because after, you know, I had the rocks and everything mm-hmm. as the paths last year and where I had that uh, weed cloth it really stopped a lot of the stuff that was growing there. And now I have the hay over the same areas and there's nothing growing under there. So that's, that's two years yeah. and that's what you're supposed to do. But we can pretty much, you know, we could try.
1: But we're also, our we've already determined and realized our soil is very rich. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big thing. So it's, yeah, we definitely got a lot to, to look at and talk about for that because I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. So, but with that said, Good morning and welcome to stupid podcast on everything today is Tuesday and I am Joey
0: and I'm Kiki
1: and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time with two people who have so much not in common that we just mesh up perfectly yep. <laughs> so we're gonna have the next couple of days be pretty sh- on the shorter side uh, as compared to what we're normally doing just because the year's coming to an end we've got a lot of stuff to do um it's really important to us that, like, today, for example, we're going to have our second Christmas. Yep, because if you listened
0: to yesterday's afternoon episode, you know that our Christmas was not a Christmas. No. It was very much ruined, so we're going to spend and honest, today doing all the things we normally do. And
1: honestly, this year has been trying to beat our ass. I mean, it really has in so yeah. many different ways. I've, I've got, you know, understand, I've, I've got a Kenworth T680 that's sitting out in the front right now that I can't drive. Yeah. And I'm paying five thousand dollars a month for this truck that I can't move. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And it's like, okay, And then rates have gone down for truckers. Um, But fuel prices haven't. They're (laughs) climbing back up and everybody's just quiet. But, you know, they're all climbing back up and then brokers are taking bigger and bigger chunks and just really screwing truckers right now. And it's just it's becoming a an absolute crisis for truckers and and guys are already trying to sell their trucks for pennies on the dollar. Now Um, I saw yesterday um, somebody selling their truck, just like mine, selling it for $24,000. What? You just can't make a living. Wow. It's like these guys that are following their ELDs and they're running solo And they just, they can't make a living anymore as an owner operator. So it's effectively starting to happen.
0: So there's just, there's just a lot. There's a lot going on for us. There's a lot going on for everybody. So we're just going to, we're going to take it easy the next couple of days and try to get, you know, some time together. Yeah. Yeah. We we agreed. We
1: hated having a day that we didn't record, you know, and, and we, we, we appreciate it that you guys that are staying loyal and that our numbers are going up and it's really is exciting. We're Mm -hmm. We're very happy about it. We're not going to stop and we're going to we're going to keep going. But, you know, it's it's the week before the new year and we're just we're going to take it nice and easy. So um, but for those of you who enjoyed hearing Kiki get worked up um, (laughs) over, you know, things that are that, you know, should be illegal but aren't, um, you know, the one where we're talking about uh, lying on your applications and all of that's not illegal. Um, and she got worked up. Yeah, we're going to keep going with that. I've got something today we're going to talk about here um, for the afternoon show. But this morning, we're just going to be nice and easy. So we've got, uh, you know, one nice, is it national? This has got to be national. Yeah, it it's international. only national. This is There's not no way. International. This is an international. Well, Although is- I would honestly think that it would probably do better in some place like Germany or Switzerland yeah. or one of those. But. Anyway, let's talk about this quote-unquote American icon that nobody can stand.
0: (laughs) And today is National Fruitcake Day. So, across the United States, fruitcake lovers, young and old, commemorate National Fruitcake Day each year on December 27th. Made with chopped, candied, or dried fruits, nuts and spices, and sometimes soaked in spirits, fruitcake has been a holiday gift-giving tradition for many years. Dating back to ancient Rome, one of the earliest known recipes lists pomegranate seeds, pine nuts, and raisins mixed into the barley mash. Records indicate that in the Middle Ages, makers added honey, spices, and preserved fruits. Recipes for fruitcakes vary from country to country, depending on available ingredients and tradition. In the 16th century, two achievements crystallized to make to make fruitcakes more affordable and accessible. First, sugar from the American colonies became abundant. Second, it was discovered that high concentrations of sugar could preserve fruits. These two actions resulted in excess candied fruit. Consequently, fruitcake making grew. Typically, Americans produce fruitcakes in abundant in fruits and nuts. In America, mail-order fruitcake began in 1913. Charities often sell commercial fruitcakes from catalogs as a fundraising event in 1935 the expression nutty as a fruitcake was coined the phrase came about as a result of excess nuts some southern bakeries added to their fruitcakes due to their access to cheap nuts most mass-produced fruitcakes in america are alcohol-free some traditional recipes include liqueurs or brandy bakers then complete the fruitcake by covering it with powdered sugar and some fruitcake makers soaked their fruitcakes in brandy soaked linens believing the cakes improved with age (laughs) that sounds awful yeah (laughs) I do Some not like fruitcake. believe
1: that bleeding was a way to lower your blood pressure. So fruitcake.
0: I I've never. I think honestly though, I don't think I've had fruitcake in a really long time. But I haven't had a homemade fruitcake ever. It's always mm-hmm. been store bought. The problem that I have is like it's the same thing for me between like there's like a list of like five or six things that have always sounded disgusting and like i don't like mm-hmm. the way they sound and i've tasted them like once and didn't like them yeah one of them is fruitcake there's another one that's meatloaf and there's another one's tuna casserole <laughs> those are like the the american things that like everybody knows about everybody hears about it's in tv shows movies and all that mm-hmm. i ugh. ugh. <laughs> So fruitcake is one of those. I'm willing to try it again. Fruitcake is one of those things that I, I because it was so long ago that I had it. I'm I'm willing to give it a try, but I I'm I'm hesitant <laughs> because yeah. I always just hear such bad things about it. So and mostly for me. <laughs> well, yeah. So, but doesn't Amy love fruitcake? Oh
1: yeah, she absolutely loves it, and so. it doesn't hurt that you know the largest fruitcake manufacturer in the world is 45 minutes from here. Oh, yeah. so Collins Street Bakery. Yeah.
0: It's world famous. Yeah,
1: it's like, well, okay, great. And I'm sure that there's a world famous haggis making company, too. (laughs) I'll be honest. If I had the choice, if you put lutefisk in front of me, or you put fruitcake in front of me, and I I would be more inclined to taste the lutefisk first. See, now that
0: scares me. Now I don't know if I want to try
1: a I I just, I have, I grew up with the, oh, you haven't tried my fruitcake. Oh, you should try this fruitcake. You know, for whatever reason, being a chef around a bunch of chefs, when you sit there and you say you don't like something, a chef is like, our brains are stupid. We go, oh, challenge accepted, (laughs) right? And it's like, and sometimes it is a case of, no, you've just never had it right. Pork chops, right? A lot of Ew. people dry cook their pork chops, but I've made you pork chops and you liked them and you ate them and it was like, and I made stuffed pork chops for you and it was in, and you liked it and I, but every time I cook it, you know, but how many things do people eat wrong? How many, I mean, my gosh, we go out just for omelets. You know anybody's omelet anywhere is garbage.
0: Oh, yeah, it's they're gross. You it's know? just I don't understand the appeal yeah. of eggs that have a brown side. That's, right? It, ugh, yeah. Ugh. Here,
1: here's a heads up for everybody: eggs are never supposed to be brown. If your eggs are brown, you have burnt your eggs. That's it. You know that's that's the end of story. No matter what. It's like, unless you're like doing over easy or over medium, oh, hard, yeah. over hard, or you like fried like like that, eggs. Right. That's
0: different because that's the I'm point. I'm talking
1: about omelets, scrambled eggs. They're not supposed to be brown.
0: Anything that you scramble your eggs for yeah. should not be brown. No, uh, no. I, <laughs> anyways, <don't>, Anyways, <laughs> fruitcake.
1: <laughs> yeah, but, but fruitcake, I, so I've tried so many different variations of fruitcake down to just trying the candied fruits themselves. And that's what it is. I don't like them.
0: You don't like candied fruits, I'm,
1: I. I don't like those huh. candied fruits because I like dried fruits. You see it. I'll eat dried. We had the apricots and the plums. Yeah, and those, those were and, good. Yeah, which oh, by the way, marketer, um, dried plums. When you see that, that is literally the remarketed, marketed rebranded name for prunes.
0: Oh, I I didn't.
1: Most people don't know that, but prunes were considered like in the '80s and '90s. They were old people fiber foods.
0: Well, they know if you say that they were still old people fiber food for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And And
1: now and now you just had some dried plums like last week. Yeah, they
0: were good. They didn't taste but they they didn't taste how I remember them tasting. I think that's the problem is that whatever I would be willing to try different brands and things that Mm -hmm. aren't like the one that we did try because it may have been sweetened.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But either way. But yeah, so fruit, I just fruitcake, you know, anything you have to douse in alcohol to make palatable, you know, that just, just tells (laughs) me right there. And it's like, you know, you could use a whole thing of crack and rum on a fruitcake, but it's like, why, why just drink the whole thing of crack and rum. (laughs) Don't waste
0: so many more ingredients.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know what? Yes. Ketchup can make other foods taste less like themselves and more like ketchup, but that doesn't mean that the core food is good. I've had people's meat loaves that were so bad that you wanted you literally they would they would dip them in a bowl of ketchup. Afterwards, they're like, "Oh yeah, it's pretty good, huh?" I was like, "It's ketchup. <laughs> it is a ketchup delivery system utilizing a loaf of ground beef, which is just astronomical in price right now." You know, so but yeah, fruitcake is just not one of those. That I've ever enjoyed at all.
0: So we will not be eating a fruitcake, nope. international fruitcake nope. day. No, we we. <laughs> you guys I, enjoy I think yours. we still have some. I think Probably. there's still some
1: up in the cabinets right now. So I'm I'm pretty sure that they're up there having a fight with Twinkies, <laughs> so just on who's gonna last longer. And so I mean, but that's that's where that is. And I just like okay, so I'm gonna leave you guys on on this one. You know, we talked about how bad our Christmas was and that everything everything that uh, was. Just horrendous if you listened. If you haven't listened, go back and oh, listen to it. Oh definitely listen it's, to it. And
0: even what we said was not everything. So Yeah,
1: no, not at all. Like seriously. There we're like, uh, there's just stuff we left out of it. Like me legitimately almost getting in a fight with somebody at Kroger's because his wife thought it was funny to just to uh, cut me off while I was walking because I knew where I was going. And, you know, I mean just yeah, it was just Yeah. Uh, uh, but so, I have a hypothetical. Let's call it that to be a little more. Okay. It's possibly a hypothetical. So, I looked and I did some research where if you find, if you live on a property and you find potentially human remains under your house, that once you notify the police, the police can force you to evacuate your property and force you to not be there for a certain amount of time while they get a search warrant and they can come to your home and search every room, every space, all your floors and dig up your foundation to try to find more body parts, more bones, and more things that might be related to a crime or just may have been a somebody's burial and may not be human bones at all what would you do would you tell the police
0: no it's not even (laughs) why would i want if i find like four or five like oh my god that like if it depends what kind of bone i found like if i found like a one-off little thing i'm not gonna get like if i find a human skull i'm gonna call the police that's terrifying why is it there and if it's not like I, that's just that's a little spooky especially if i find like two then i'm gonna be extremely concerned but if it's if it's just some random little bone i'm not i'm not gonna do anything about that that's not that serious and i really don't care I, i'm sorry
1: <laughs> fair fair enough okay so when you say little bone what do you consider a little bone like are you like just short of a skull like what if you were to find a femur what if you found like a femur and a sandal So a femur is the upper leg bone.
0: I I still... I don't care.
1: Okay. You just don't... (laughs) Well, because it's like... But if you found a skull, you would call the police and you'd let all of that other stuff happen?
0: Well, because that's really concerning. Why is there a human skull? If it's a human skull, yes, I'm going to call the police.
1: Well, if it's a human body part of any kind, don't you think?
0: If it's a whole body part, I'm going to be extremely concerned because we've been in this house for three years. (laughs) But if it's a bone a dead dry gone dusty bone if it's not a skull i do not care because i am not getting kicked out of my house and having the entirety of my house ripped apart to try to find mm-hmm. something because we've already been through our entire house so it's not no it's not worth it
1: okay so and 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 i i fully agree with you i think honestly even if i found a skull what i would what i would probably do number 1 go get a different bag, using gloves the whole time, because I'm not going to leave my fingerprints anywhere. And I would straight out, take that skull and put it in the bag. I would take it down to the police department. I would not use my car to do it. I would walk it down there all hoodied. go to the police station at night, drop it in front, and say, found this. If it's If it's crime-related, please post on your... Your police page, your Facebook police page, and maybe I'll help with additional information and walk away because then I'm not impeding an investigation because otherwise they could arrest you for impeding an invest- investigation. You go down with, their, with your car, they're going to get a picture of your license plate, especially out here. Most innocuous intersections out here, right, have cameras. Like, and, and it's like and, you know, they're looking and, you know, that they're looking through the cameras and they're watching things through the cameras. And it's like, okay, because that's why they have those cameras. So it's like, you'd have to go and do that and you'd go drop it off and then just watch the Facebook page for a couple of weeks, you know? Because, yeah, I'd want to know. But at the same time, what I don't want, I don't want my house ripped apart. I don't want to be kicked out of my home. I don't want to be treated like a criminal for trying to do the right thing, you know? And so it's like, so I look at this and it's like, and personally, if I found something like say a femur under my house, I would kind of want to go digging around myself to see if there's anything else around there before I got to that next part. But then part of me is like, nah, I don't need to dig around. This is way before me. But then, you know, if I knew somebody who had a friend or a loved one that was killed, murdered, or disappeared. Right. And I had the ability to help close one of those. So I just, it's a pure hypothetical. I'm not saying that during the course of the flooding that bones came washed up and one of them strangely looks like it's, you know, a femur. I don't, I'm not a bone expert. Couldn't even say whether it was a person or that there was a sandal or anything like that. I was just curious on a purely hypothetical level, you know, what you would think about it. So I don't know. What do you guys think about it? What would it take? What, what would you where would you be knowing that if they find something on your property that they can kick you off of your property during the course of their investigation they don't have to pay for you to have a hotel or your animals or anything like that and you literally just be booted out until they finished it. It's the same thing like you know just think about this when people are doing excavations on new building sites you know what happens, and it happens a lot, especially in, in the north northwest, um, is that somebody will start, and it ha- it's happened in Wyoming a lot. I know that one because I, I, my uncle told me stories of that, where uh, like a Sears was going to go uh, build a mall in, outside of Casper, and they went and started excavating, and they found fossils, and so the entire build site got shut down. So he bought all this land, had all this stuff, had everything together, had everything all set up, had the sites, had the permits and everything. And because there was a fossil that was found, everything got stopped. So just, you know, weird thing. i just curious what everybody would do. But with that said, thank you for joining us on our short but sweet morning. And uh, we definitely appreciate you being with us. This has been the Stupid Podcast on Everything where I'm Joey
0: and I'm Kiki and
1: we ask you to please come to all of our social media and give your support and let us know you like what we're doing or that you don't like what we're doing and what you think we should change. We're sorry that if we sound a little sick, cause we are a little sick and Kiki has been editing out all the coughs and wheezes and hacks and sneezes. And, uh, I don't believe that I just made that rhyme. So peace out with your peace out.